Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of I Won't Stop Until I Win. I am your host, Jose Flores, and each week I'll be sharing inspiring stories of people who push through the pain, who overcome adversity, and who keep on running their race to become the winners they are today. So thank you for spending some time with me, and let's jump right into the show. Hey, what's going on, family? Thanks again for tuning in to another episode for another week. Listen, we have a super, super duper amazing guest today. My brother, my friend, he's, he's, he's one of my mutual, uh, mutual mentor of mine. We, we mentor each other, you know, iron sharp is iron, but yo, this dude is phenomenal. Real good dude. I couldn't wait to have him on. I, I wish I would have had him on sooner, but there's nothing like the, like the right time is now, baby. So before, like, like you already know, before I start every podcast, I always like to give God some thanks because I believe that without him, none of this would be possible. So I just pray that somebody out there listening today gets encouraged, motivated, inspired, and gets to grab some of the nuggets that are going to be dropped during this episode and apply them to their lives immediately because me and my guests, I know personally, we're both action takers, so we want to give you things that you can apply immediately. So I pray all of that in Jesus' name. Thank you again for tuning in. But hey, listen, I have none other than my boy, my brother, Louis Marcelino. He's a yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah. He's a war- I want to I want to make this introduction because this is fire right here. He's a war veteran, former deputy sheriff, sheriff, serial entrepreneur, and the author of the upcoming book, You Have to Be Crazy to Win. He's a CEO of Marcelino Enterprises, which is a family of companies, one of which is a business coaching and training company empowering business to automate systems with proven tools and strategies, along with the mindset, mindset and framework necessary to accomplish your life and business goals. My brother, thank you for hanging out with me today. Uh, thank you for inviting me, man. I'm super excited. I appreciate the introduction. You had a smile on my face. So... <laughs> I really appreciate that, man. Thank you so much for that. I wanted to do you good, man. I'm super excited to have you on today, my brother, because I've been waiting for this for a while. My my uh, my listeners have, have been waiting for this because I've been promoting you. I promoted you uh, on, on, on a previous podcast that I did, and I begged you up, and I couldn't wait to drop this one because I know that they're going to be in for a real treat because you are the real deal, my brother. That's awesome, man. And likewise, man, like uh, Jose said, I mean, we mutually uh, mentor each other and coach each other on a daily basis, man. Not really daily, but, you know. At when, yeah, yeah, it's at least weekly. And uh, Jose's definitely the go-to guy. So he's my go-to guy. He's a guy that inspires me uh, to take me to the next level. So I know he, you know, I wish I could give him an introduction right now, but this is his podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. This is about you, man. This is about you. I want to I expose people to you, man. I want to let them know what you're doing, what you're involved with, man, because you're, you're a man of many, ta- many talents. You know, you're a family man, you're an entrepreneur, and you just, you're, just a, you're just a freaking go-getter, man. And that's what I love about you. You know, uh, I like being around like-minded individuals, people that are always trying to go out there and, and expand people's mindsets, help people win, and collect the bags, baby. And that's what, <laughs> and I know that's what you do. So listen, I know you have a powerful story, so I want to jump right into it. You have a powerful story, man, of overcoming and winning in several areas, but I want you to take Take us back to your younger years and how all of that played into who you are today and what you do today. Uh, definitely. So, um, well, my name is Louis Marcelino, and uh, I grew up in Providence, Rhode Island. I moved to South Florida when I was about seven years old. 
Um, I remember when I lived in Providence, Rhode Island, my father, I mean, he had all types of businesses. I mean, he had a furniture store, a jewelry store. He had the first transportation company in Rhode Island uh, that would take people from Rhode Island to Connecticut, Connecticut, you know, New Jersey, Boston. I mean, it was, it was called Mar Marcelino Bus Line. So um, I always remembered his hustle. I always remembered his grind. And I also always remembered, you know, him taking me to uh, like women's apartments. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, he was cheating on my mother. And I, I didn't know at the time what was going on, but I always remember like he was always with different women and stuff like that. But um, uh, but I grew up in welfare. Right. So like I, I, I grew up. My, my mother's rent was $47 a month. So even though my dad was hustling and grinding and, and doing his thing, I was still living in welfare because he was making sure everything you know, was, was happening, right? Um, but my mother and him divorced. Uh, my mother was getting like, a lot of threats. Um, I remember when I was little, my mother used to just like, pick up the phone and just crying. And people would be you know, calling my mother, you know, saying that they're going to kill her. And and uh, kill the kids and stuff like that because I was just so madly in love with my father since he was a little pimp out there. And uh, we actually moved. We, like, moved to South Florida, um, nobody knowing. My mother didn't tell anybody, and that's when I came here. Uh, when I came here, I grew up uh, pretty much here in Broward County, uh, Florida. And uh, I grew up, like, you know, I mean, if anybody grew up here in Broward County, they kind of know. I mean, it all depends on where you grew up. But I grew up in Pompano Beach in Deerfield Beach, Florida. And uh, I was around gangs and I was around drugs. And uh, I mean, I actually, one of the guys I used to hang out with hardcore just got out of prison about four months ago. He committed murder. He did 15 years. He actually killed one of my other friends, which was pretty crazy. He just got out about four months ago. So like those were the type of people that I was hanging around with, um, you know, bandanas and all types of stuff. But the funny <laughs> thing is growing up, um, I didn't have a father, so I, I was always looking for a father figure. So, you know, my friends would have their dad. They'll be playing catch outside with their dad. And, uh, you know, it, I, I, would, I would join them. And I would actually spend more time with their fathers than they did. So I was hanging out with, you know, the drug dealer fathers. I was hanging out with the business owner fathers. I was hanging with, the, you know, just the regular uh, you know, nine to five father. And I was literally just extracting the good and just leaving the bad and just, you know, developing myself as a man. At 16 years old, that's when a lot of things started going crazy. That's when the guy that I just told you, I just got out of prison. Uh, he just, you know, killed somebody. There's a lot of people dying around that time. There's a lot of, just a lot of bad stuff happening. A lot of people going to prison. And uh, I just decided just to cut everybody off, man. Like that was actually like one of the decision so um you know just to cut everybody off simultaneously I, I dropped out of high school so i am a high school dropout so i dropped out of high school um and uh i just cut everybody off man like i didn't want to talk to nobody and i remember i was like eating chicken wings like chicken wings was my thing it was like my <laughs> that's why i love wings right it was my uh like i don't know like my pill if that makes any sense i would eat I would eat wings and I would watch movies and wings every single Friday and I was working and I, and I was actually hustling whatever, you know, there's certain things I don't want to say, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. On the podcast, just so you know, maybe you guys will hear it, but you know, it'll, it'll, I'll, I'll keep it rated PG and sometimes rated R if that makes any sense. But anyways, you know, I was hustling, I was doing my thing and um, man, I just, I was hustling for about two years and I remember I was like watching TV and I was like watching like uh, Bad Boys. That's what it was. I was like watching Bad Boys, right? And I was like, but I want to be a cop. 
right? It was like, I want to be a cop. Because at 16 years old, I got punched in my mouth by a cop, right? And went to jail. And I got arrested for uh, obstruction. I didn't do nothing, bro. I just, I talked, I got punched in my mouth, I went to jail, right? At the same time, that I, I, I needed that because it, it makes me who I am today. So now I want to be a cop. I'm like watching all these cop movies, watching all these military movies, but I'm hustling. I'm doing my thing. I'm not hanging out with nobody. I'm just keeping it clean. 18 years old, it's Thanksgiving Day. And I remember, um, you know, it was me and my family. We're hanging out. We're eating turkey, doing our thing. And like the TV was on and um, it was uh, the news was on and it was talking about how many soldiers died in Iraq. I remember I was at a point in my life at 18 years old. I'm just like, man, everybody's getting locked up, right? I'm like, I'm next. You know, I'm going to die. I'm getting locked up. That's just what's going to happen, right? Yeah. I'm just going to be broke like everybody else because like, nobody's really doing much. Nobody's really shaking nothing. So I told my family, I said, well, in life, you either do it good or bad. This is exactly what I said. It might be either do it good or you do it bad, right? I'm going to go to the army and worst case scenario, you know what I mean? If something happens to me, it is what it is. I'll leave you guys with some insurance money. Like that was my thought process. Because yeah. my thought process is the route that I was going, I'm, I'm going to end up dead anyway. Yeah. Going to prison is dead because you're losing so many years of your life, right? So I ended up joining the army and uh, it wasn't an easy process because I was a high school dropout. So when I went to the recruiting office, they said I had to get my GED. So now here I am, you know what I mean? doing my whole GED thing, making sure that's good. Now I'll apply, get my GED. Now I'm taking tests. My wife at the time is like literally showing me these things, right? Like, you know, how to do all this kind of, you know, schoolwork because I, I never, I didn't care about school. I, mean, I was the guy always cheating off the guy next to me. <laughs> I didn't care. Like it, it, it didn't motivate me. I was smarter than all of them. I was just smart enough just to take those answers and put it in my paper and get the A, right? So anyway, my wife was helping me out. I passed my GED. And then uh, uh, one of the options that they gave me was to become a military police officer, right? And uh, I became a military police officer in the United States Army. I did that. I spent over uh, 400 days overseas. I patrolled Iraq, Alameen, uh, Karada, Basra. I did that. Um, came back a little jacked up and, and not the jacked up that people think. You know what I mean? I, I just like jacked up. Like I was like mad suicidal at one point in my life. Um, it says it's unstable. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good. Okay. So uh, I was like mad suicidal at one point in my life. Um, so anyways, joined the military, came back home, um, got married. I've been with my wife since I was 16 years old. So I'm like a committed person. I am a committed person, right? I've been with my wife since 16, joined the military, committed to that, um, went to war, came back, was mad suicidal, lost a lot of people off of suicide and the only reason why i didn't kill myself personally is because i didn't want my son to hear the bang like literally like i'm literally thinking about killing myself i remember i was in my office uh sorry i was in my house i was living in boca at the time and uh i was literally thinking of killing myself every single day i was wow. bitter i was uh i didn't laugh in like two three years like i didn't laugh like you would tell me a joke and i wouldn't laugh wow. like internally i would laugh but it just couldn't come out. And I remember at the time, I was just a stay-at-home father. So now I went from military and all this war and all this stuff, right? Like, you know, and I was being on the edge to being home with a kid, like a child. And my yeah. wife was working at the time. And I remember every single, I felt like a house bitch. So like, that's, why you didn't want, that's why you didn't want your son to hear the bang, because you were home with your son. 
And like, that's what saved me. And I remember my wife comes home from work. And as soon as she comes, I'm like, man, I need some Jesus, man. Like, I was like, I need some Jesus, like, now. And uh, she was like, like, what? And I was like, I need some Jesus. And um, I remember I went to a church. And I went to a church. I went to a church in Fort Lauderdale. And I remember, like, back then, when I was, like, caught up, man. I mean, I know I'm a big dude. But, like, man, I was, like, great chiseled and just huge. And I go to a church. I mean, I'm like, when I tell you, like, you know, I was, like, so open to receive at the moment. Like, so open to receive. And um, I go to the church. They call people up to the front. And I'm there just praying. I got my hands up or whatever it is. And I'm just crying and crying and crying and crying and crying. And uh, I remember somebody tapped me on my shoulder and told me to go sit down. I was like, all right, man, you know, prayers over, go sit down. But nobody prayed for me. I was like literally like the last guy all the way to the right. You know what I mean? Like the last guy in the corner. So they're like, all right, man, you know, it's time to go, you know? And I like, what the heck is going on? Like, I I needed some prayer. I needed some deliverance, bro. Like, I had some straight up demons in me, bro. Like, no joke. And uh, I walked up, I walked up, they didn't pray for me, I walked back up, and I told my wife, I was like, that's not God, that's man. See, that's one thing, I understood that that wasn't God, that was man. You get it? Like, yeah. I was religious, I get it, it's their program, you gotta respect the program, you know what I mean? But, you know, when people are spirit-led, they would know. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But it was, man, it was all good, I didn't knock anybody, whatever it is, I, I left the church. And I was like, all right, cool, no big deal. The next day, I was like, man, I need some Jesus, man. Like, I was like, I was like, literally, I was like, my soul was asking for Jesus Christ. It was asking, bro. It was, I was like, I was thirsty for God. And next day, I go to another church. And I remember there was a, there was a church, it was actually a Spanish church. So for those who know about Spanish, that's the Pentecostal churches, right? They'd be like, fuego, fuego, I just need a lot of I went there and there was like this evangelist and it was a white, uh, like a, like a white American uh, guy there, you know, blue eyes and he was an evangelist and he has like this series, like this whole week of series. And I just felt, you know, got there. And when he was talking, he was talking about miracles and he was talking about all this stuff. It's like, it was weird. It's like, I was ready to receive, but then I didn't want to receive no more. Like he was like, oh, come to the front. Right. Like he was like telling people to come to the front. But I was just like, nah. And then I had these crazy thoughts in my head. Like, I had these crazy thoughts in my head, like, if I go to the front and, like, I accept Jesus, like, or, you know, I remove myself, like, I feel like demons, like, like things are going to come out of me. Like, I, was, I was thinking crazy, and I was just like, nah, I can't let that happen. Like, it was weird, right? Yeah. But anyways, I, I left. I left the morning service. I left the morning service, and I just went back home. And I remember I was uh, at my mother's house, and I was, like, on the couch, and I was just crying, man. I was just, like, just crying. I was, like, defeated, man. I was defeated. And uh, I remember that I was, like, well, you say come as you are. Because during the morning uh, service, I went all, you know, all nice. You know, I was, like, all dressed up and and then I was like, well, you say come as you are. I was like, and I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to go back to church. But this time I went in some shorts, Jordans, I wore my J's, you know what I mean? A black tee, and that's how I went. I literally went as I am. And I went, and I sat in the back, man. And when I sat in the back, I remember I was, like, listening to him preaching. And uh, I was just, like, then I got into my zone. I was like, you know what, whatever they're doing, whatever. But, you know, I'm just going to focus. I'm going to pray. And I just started praying. I was like, God, take this out of me, man out of me that was suicidal bro i was like i'm not even supposed to be here like that's how suicidal i was you know what i mean yeah. 
And um, I remember I was just praying and praying and praying. And then I started having these crazy thoughts in my head, like crazy thoughts in my head. And it was like, and it was like, if like, like something was going to come out of me. Like if I was possessed and like, I would kill everybody in that church, bro. Listen mm. wow. carefully. It's crazy. Like I, I literally started having these thoughts like, yo, you will kill everybody here in this church. Like if you, if, if you let this thing out of you, like if you accept Jesus, like if you renew, right? Like you're going to kill everybody. I know nobody will be able to hold me back. Does that make sense? Because most yeah. people are cheap anyway. You get me? And I started having these thoughts and I stopped praying. I stopped praying. And uh, I remember when I stopped praying, something came over me and I literally said, God, even if I kill everybody in this church, listen carefully, listen carefully. I literally said, even if I could kill everybody in this church, take this thing out of me. Wow. I don't care. I submit to you. As soon as I said that, Jose, the guy, like, I get a tap on my shoulder. The guy goes, you, come here. So, I, like, I look up. And, like, now, like, they're, like, like, everybody's, like, pointing. Like, go. And I'm, like, so I get up. Like, literally, as soon as I said, whatever happens here happens, I submit to you. Take this thing out of me. You, come here. I go to the front. The guy puts his hand on my heart and on my back and goes, release, 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 three times. Bro, my mouth opened up. I started screaming. Ah! Bro, I could not stop screaming. Like, my mind, there was a point that I was conscious. Like, I was, I was, like, conscious about what was happening, and I could not shut my mouth. Wow. I could not close my mouth. I just kept on screaming. Ah! And it was like a scream. Like, if I was to even, like, scream right now, like, ah! Like, I would get short of breath. Like, yeah, it was yeah. such a long scream. It was a constant. That I was, it was it was a constant. It was it was long, bro. It was like I was as many been breathing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It was crazy. And I remember, you know, you know. Then I went ahead and fell. Uh, you know, fell back. You know, you know, when you lean back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, so so he touched me, man. He, after that, I fell down to the ground. Just tears were coming out of my eyes, man. And I remember. The craziest experience happened to me. And it was, uh, I just started laughing, bro. I started laughing and I was like laughing, just laughing, bro. It didn't even make sense to me. So now I'm on the ground and I'm just laughing, but I feel light. If I, I, feel like, I feel like all the weight has been lifted off, off me, man. And he literally said, this guy right here, has never laughed in over two years, and God is filling him with joy. God is filling him with laughter. Bro, nobody knew that. Wow. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and, that's powerful. Yeah, yeah, man. And, like, and it's crazy because when that happened, and guys, like, if you're listening to this podcast, listen clearly because I'm saying these key points. I'm Obviously, when we first started, you like, you know when you first started a podcast, but that's how I was trying to get my energy up. Right? And it's just like, now we're deep. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so listen up carefully because we're going we're gonna to hit some points here. So I remember that, so that happened and I was full of like, whatever I thought manifested. Whatever I spoke manifested. Whatever I wanted came to me in record speed. 
I was so connected to God, bro. I was one. I was so connected that, and it was the craziest thing. And like, you know, like when you hear like radical Christians or whatever it is, or like, you know, like, I, I don't know. maybe Crazy Christians. Because yeah, well, there's, some, there's some crazy people out there. Right? Like, <laughs> Let me tell you something. You're going to go to hell. Like, that's not who I am. You know what I mean? But one thing that I would tell you is like, I just started preaching the word. And it was like, it was, it was like, it was crazy, man. It was, it was just a crazy time. And um, I would like want to read the Bible, right? Like every single day. Like it's not t- people telling me, but I would like want to read this book. Like, it was just like calling me. And um, it's like law of attraction on steroids. Yeah. Because people were like, oh, the law of attraction. Yeah, absolutely. Law of attraction is real. There's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, universal laws and law of attraction is one of them, you know? And um, so, yeah. So anyways, that happened. And uh, damn, what was the key point I was going to hit? <laughs> Yo, you know, the ADD. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were just talking about how you were just, you know, that was a powerful moment for you, you know, when you went what you went through with going to the military and then getting out and, 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 you know, really having your Jesus moment from being, you know, suicidal and everything and having these crazy thoughts and then things just started happening in your life. Things were manifesting. You were speaking these things. You were, you know, you were, um, you were thinking these things and uh, things just started happening in your life. One of the things that I like that you talk about and uh, maybe the point will come back to you. But in the meantime, one of the things that I like that you talk about a lot is um, having that deployment mentality, you know, because, uh, you know, it's a certain mindset that people have. <laughs> and I like the way you break that down. And I like the analogy that you use with that, with you being in the military and how you're so successful now with, uh, with everything that you've been through. You know, now, you, like I said, you're a family man. You, you've been with your wife since you were 16. Now, you, when you came out, you had one kid. Now you have two more. So you have three kids now, two, you know, oldest son with two beautiful younger daughters. Your wife you've been with since she was a jit. And uh, now, now you're a successful entrepreneur. But you always liken that, your mindset that you have now to that deployment type of mentality. And it happens in seasons, right? You know, when you know when you need to go in, to execute or you need to go and recover or extract, you know, you go into that deployment mentality until you until the mission is complete. So talk a little bit about that. Okay, awesome. So the deployment mentality is obviously I deployed overseas. I made the decision and the commitment to join the military. And when I made that decision, it was a scary decision, right? I mean like even like getting on the bus, right? Like I, I, I left in Miami Like getting on the bus and like joining the military and going to basic training and going through all that. Um, that was a scary experience. It was something that was like, not, I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. So going through the military has trained me to be uncomfortable. Right. So, right. It says to be, uh, what is it? You have to be, um, you have to be bro? comfortable being uncomfortable. There you go. There you go. You heard it from Jose Flores himself. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to be uh, comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's exactly what I learned in the military. But what I learned about the deployment mentality is it kind of came full circle. And this deployment mentality thing came when I was speaking at a mastermind and it just came out. Right. And I was just like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Deployment mentality. And what that means is this is like my thought process is I was willing to die. Listen carefully. I was literally willing to die, right? It's not that I want to die. It's that I was willing to go overseas and die because people know that you have the chance to die. You get me? 
So I went overseas and I, I went, in, I, 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 I was in Iraq and I spent so much time there and I was doing what I didn't want to do. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I didn't want to do these things. Like, I didn't want to. Like, don't think every day I'm like, all right, guys, let's go. Like, no, like, <laughs> no, no. You know, you're like pissed, bro. You're just like, and the funny thing is, is like, all you, like, all the army guys, all we do is just crack jokes on each other. And I'm like, man, I should tell what I said with your little ass ears. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean? Just like, like, you know what I mean? Like, we, we crack jokes because that's what keeps the camaraderie up or whatever it is. But we don't want to do those things, right? Like, yeah. it just one of those things like you have to. Like, you have no choice. You get it? Yeah. I could just get on a jet, like, all right, guys, I'm leaving. Bye. Like, it doesn't happen. Yeah, so, you're on a mission. You, you're on a mission, right? Like, you literally, I left my family. I left my wife pregnant, bro. You get it? Yeah. So I left my family. I left my wife pregnant. And I was willing to do for my country. Find country. Find America. America is not just the flag or this land. America is me and you. Yeah. You're America. I'm America. We're America. No matter if you're black, white, Chinese, green, or purple. So I was willing to sacrifice my life for America. Now I'm here. Right? All jacked up in the head, came back suicidal, went through my depression for America. Why can't I do it for me? That's right. Why can't I do it for me? Why can't you do it for you? Yeah. But see, this is the thing is when it comes to entrepreneurship. When it comes to entrepreneurship, what we do is, you know, Jose, bro, you got to kind of slow down. But I think you're, think you're like, you know, going all in on your business, bro. Like, yo, do you even spend time with your family, bro? <laughs> That's true. When it comes to a military guy, oh, bro, like, damn, I don't even know how you do it, man. Like, damn, 400 something days, bro. Like, how do you do it, man? Like, damn, that was pretty cool. Did you kill anybody? Like what the? They ain't even asking you how, man. How how long were you away from your family then? Yeah, like it, and it's and it's a cool thing. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like an honor. Like man, I honor you, bro. Like you're willing to go out there and sacrifice your life. I honor you because people are fucking programmed. You get it? Yeah. But people are not programmed to honor those who are crazy. Honor those who are not normal, willing to do what others are not willing to do, willing to put their neck on the line so I could have employees. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. Like, like that's a sacrifice. Like, I have to make sure all my employees, bro, eat. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. People don't honor that, though. Most yeah. people, at least. The abnormal people, right? But that's, <laughs> the but that's, abnormal a of, that's a part of the deployment mentality that you talk about because there's times where you go traveling you know, for business and you're trying to close deals and get and, and get contracts and close contracts and you're gone for sometimes weeks at a time with your family, you know, back at home and, uh, you know, you're away from your family and, you're, and, you, and, and you have that deployment mentality. That's one of the things that I love about you because you, you, you're 100% correct in how you said just now a moment ago that, you know, you, you were willing to, to lay your life down for America, you know, leaving your wife pregnant for, for several months you know, months at a time, probably maybe years. Some some guys even do years at a time, and you're 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 away from your family, and you're and you're on a mission because there's an end result, right? There's a mission, and you have to make sure that mission is complete. So why not do the same thing like you said with you for you for your own life for your own business for whatever your goals and dreams are? You go on deployment mode. You know, sometimes you have to leave your family, you have to travel, but it's all for a mission. 
so that you can come back home to your family and everyone can reap the benefits, right? That's what we 100%. do in America. We come back, we have, we live in the land of freedom, right? The land of the free, the home of the brave. And that's what you guys, you know, all the, all the military branches are out there doing that so that, that we can all reap the benefits here back, back, back home on the soil. 100%. And um, I'm glad that you went into the whole traveling thing because I didn't tap into that. And Jose's absolutely right. I'll literally say, hey, I'm deployed for 90 days. And people are like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm deployed for 90 days. My phone, gone. You get me? Like, 90 like I ain't picking it up. Actually, I don't even have phone notifications, bro. No text notifications, no social media notifications. I have no notifications. The only way that I'm going to see if somebody texts me is if I look at it. Because I don't need any distractions. Yeah. When I was overseas, I didn't have those distractions. Yeah. So I literally, when I, when I say I deploy, I, I do deploy. Like I was living out in Mexico um, for about four months, right? Yeah, right. I have a call center out there. Yeah, I have a call center out there, right? So I employ a lot of people over there in Mexico. And like, that's crazy, man. But it's like, yeah. the military actually showed me how to live. And I like, you know, I like, I could go incognito. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, People are not willing to do those things. Like people are not willing to like leave their family for a couple months. But this is the whole thing. I like that you guys don't like to do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, and that's why I'm gonna win. You get it? Because everybody wants to stay at their home, at their house, and they're like, "Well, you know, you gotta sacrifice." But their sacrifice, their definition of sacrifice, is not a real sacrifice. Yeah. You know, like their definition of sacrifice is like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna like." Oh, like sometimes. Like, like, think about it like back in the days, like, you know, like the Christopher Columbus days. Yo, they were like, all right, guys, I'm out. Yo, you don't even know if they might come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the deployment mentality is like, can you imagine if you go all in on your business? Can you imagine if you go all in on your dreams? The truth is, is everybody is so distracted, especially when it comes to social media. As you're listening to this podcast right now. Obviously, because there's fire, right? Because you guys want to listen to Jose and, and whoever he brings on is is, is is speaking on here and giving us some knowledge and some wisdom and, and some whatever. But let's be real. Like, attention is the new currency. Attention. And we're taking your attention right now. Right? Thank yeah. God you're here. But you could be somewhere else scrolling like a fucking zombie. So what I'm saying is, I like when people are scrolling. I like it. I get excited. I'm like, yo, y'all keep on scrolling because I'm going to get this bag. Y'all keep on playing around because I'm going to get this bag. You can pretend on social media all damn day that you got the bag. You can show the cars. You can show the houses. You can, it doesn't matter. It's what's in the bank account. Does that make sense? Yeah. You get it? So it's like one of those things, like, I'm not scared to get dirty. I'm not scared to get my hands dirty. I'm not scared to do the work. And because I'm not scared to do the work, because I'm not scared to deploy and go overseas and go wherever I need to go. Like, like today, like if I have a meeting, I actually just, um, we're looking to do some funding for one of my uh, companies, the first round of funding, which, which I'm asking for like a good amount of money. And uh, I just spoke to the guy and he's out in New York and I'm like, yeah, hey, I'll take a flight today if you need me to. You get it? Yeah. People are not willing to do that. Are you ready for this, Jose? I was doing that when I had nothing, bro. I was doing that when I had two, three hundred dollars in the bank, and all I could do was afford is a damn ticket. Yeah. I would sleep at the airport. Do you understand? That's crazy. Like people are not willing to do that. That's why. Like, that's. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
hold on. And be like, that's like you gotta be crazy, bro. Like you gotta be, you gotta be insane, bro. Like you have to like this entrepreneurship, man. Whoever's listening to this is like an entrepreneur who wants to start the business or whatever it is. You literally gotta be crazy to believe that it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a world that everybody's telling you that it's not possible, bro. Dude, you you think that every single day, I, you know I'm a passionate guy, bro. But I mean, I've even given you a call, right? And like, hey, man, I'm in Texas, right? Remember I called you when I was in Texas? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like, Texas right now, man. I just feel a little like, I don't know. It was like weird. Like, I'm a little awkward. off right now. I'm a little off right now. Yeah, I'm a little off, right? But that's accountability, right? So, you yeah. know, for those who are being coached by Jose, I mean, you guys definitely have a good coach, right? Like, I hit up Jose, right? And it's like, where was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> no, you was like about how how when you when you you know when you were deployed in, in in Texas that you know you you called me because sometimes you're down. Correct, but it's just like, like yo, big dog. People don't see the sacrifice; they only see the wins. Yeah, and that's important, man. That's that's one of the reasons why you know why 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 I vibe with you and why and why I commend you because you're one of those dudes who actually you know you don't only talk to talk; you walk to walk. You know, and, yeah. and like you said, you're not afraid to do the work. You're not, I just, I just put a post up yesterday about that. Like, it's real simple. Like people want to, you know, do this and they want to, they want to, they want to exceed and they want to, you know, move up the, the corporate ladder and they want to lose weight and they want to become successful, but they don't want to do the work that's required to get them there. And it's just so simple. You know what I mean? It's like, you want results, you have to work. You don't, if you don't work then just don't expect well, results. One plus one can equal whatever the heck you want it to be, man, if you put in the work and it's just like, my my thing is is like on the how everybody's scrolling like a zombie. It, it's exactly that. Since everybody is bullshitting, all you have to do is minimal. I swear to you, like minimal. Like all you have to do is do an action, and you'll get a result. Action, yeah. reaction, action, reaction. But what people do is like all they're doing is like thinking, because this is the whole problem. I'll tell you what the problem is when it comes to what people are teaching. Okay, because mind you, I read a lot of books and I listen to audios and a bunch of stuff, but you have to be careful who you're listening to. That's true, okay? 100%. 100%. You have to be careful what you're listening to. Because people could be guiding you in so many directions. It was a, there was a point in my life, like, like, I always had this thing, God, in me that always directed me to go left or go right. Or go left, Lewis. All right, go, go right, Lewis. And everybody has that. But what we're doing is we're looking at man going, we're like, oh, it's cool to have mentorship. It's cool to have coaches. And internally, you have your compass. Yeah. And you know what feels right and you know what feels wrong. But nobody's listening to themselves. They're looking on social media, trying to look at somebody else because they look cool. But the truth is, is the only reason why you're following that person is because they're man enough or woman enough to put their flaws out there. So now you're going, damn. Look at <laughs> I'll give an example, like, yo, look at Jose, man, he's in a wheelchair, bro, he's out there speaking, damn, you know what I mean? Like, like, how can he do that? If yeah, he yeah. could do it, I could do it. No, nigga, you can't do it, because you ain't playing for work like Jose. <laughs> you got it? Yeah. You know, I, I got the hood coming out of me right there. Right? Yeah, 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 no, no, that's it's all good, it's all good. Listen, man, I want I want to tap into this too because we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up soon. But I want I want to uh, I want to let the listeners know. <laughs> no, that's a hundred percent facts right there, what you said, man, and it's true. That, that, and you know, that's exactly how 
people are, man. People are so addicted to social media, you know, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, it's okay. You know, if you want to be on social media or you have to, because of, you know, business or whatever the case may be, yeah, that's fine. You go in and you go out. But the thing is, is like you said, people are scrolling like zombies. And there's even sometimes, you know, to be transparent, there's sometimes like, even recently, man, like this last weekend, actually, that passed, I was like, man, I didn't, I didn't put a post up for like two days. But it was because I was deployed, bro. I was working. I, this whole weekend, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was working. And, and, and it's because I have a big event coming up this week. So I was like, like you said, I left my phone in the room. I'm in the office I'm, and, I'm, and I'm working. And then even working on some of the things that you helped us actually put into play. But, you know, I kind of like, you know, social media was like, I was like, man, I didn't post for two days. And my wife was like, ah, don't worry about it. We're working. I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. We are working. We're deployed. And I thought about that. So that's what I'm telling you. That deployment thing, man, for me, that's it's what's up, bro. like a lot of times we do get distracted with social media. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm an influencer. I'm out there. I'm encouraging. I'm inspiring. I'm, I'm motivating people. So I you know, I feel like I'm obligated to put posts out there. And I have them scheduled most of the time. But there's sometimes where I'm doing certain things and I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to post. I want to post. But this weekend, man, I just been, I was deployed and working. So I didn't schedule anything. So I was like, oh, I got to put something. But it's like you said, man, we have to, we have to put things in order, man. And we have to be able to, to differentiate what our priorities are and what's important to us and where we want to go, what the mission is, right? What the mission is and what, what we want to accomplish so that we can go ahead and lock in. But with all that being said, with everything that you have going on, brother, you know, from being in the military, we didn't even get a chance to talk about after the military, you became a, a, a deputy sheriff, and then you actually left that. I'm just giving everyone the, uh, the kind of like behind the scenes that we forgot to mention, but you left that. You left a job paying you, you know, 75, 85, 90,000, maybe $100,000 a year with overtime and off duty stuff that you were making money with. So you left a, a six figure steady income gig you know, with benefits, insurance, and all of that, and, yeah. and you just left all of that to go out and do your own thing, because you believe in yourself, you know, you had that internal compass that was guiding you, you made a move, and you jumped, so with everything that you have going on, with the multiple, with the multiple six-figure and seven-figure companies that you, that you own and operate, how have you been able to develop that I won't stop until I win mindset, and what and what, uh, you know, what may have been the biggest challenge of you getting to that point for those of us that are listening? Um, that was a two-part question. Yeah. How were you uh, able to develop the I won't stop until I win mindset? And what was one of the biggest challenges of you developing it and getting there? I believe that um, the I won't stop till I win mindset was, it, it wasn't developed today. It wasn't developed last month. It was, it was developed throughout my life. Right. Um, just growing up the way that I did. Right. Like if I wanted nice things, I had to grind for it. Right. Like I didn't tell you about when I, I missed it. But I mean, I, I used to like cut grass when I was like nine years old. Right. That was my first business. And I had people working for me, you know, like, you know, like, like these are the things. So it was like my thing is, is like I when it comes to like struggle um, or pain, I'm like immune to it. Like I eat it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, doesn't affect me because I've I've I felt pain and I felt struggle all my life. So that's why at this level of playing, right? When it comes to business, because there's a lot of sharks out here, um, I'm not scared to bite because I get bit. You know what I mean? So it's like since I wanted to commit suicide, meaning I wouldn't have been here, we would be having this conversation. That means that. 
You it's always crazy. yourself to be as crazy as you are right now because yeah, crazy's it's wings. Like one of those, yeah, exactly. It's like one of those things like I could have I literally been dead. Like not, and I'm talking about suicide. I mean, there's numerous of times I could have died like because I could have died at war or even as a cop, right? But I'm talking about like since I was suicidal, like that's like the lowest point, man. You yeah. get me? That's yeah. like literally like the lowest point. And like since I know who I am and since I know who my God is, it's like, bro, I'm I'm the shit. Does that make sense? Like it's okay for you to know that you're the shit. Like it's a, like I'm loved. Like I have this mentality that damn, ask the question again, bro, because I I know I'm not I'm not hitting it. I gotta hear it again. Well, it's how how have you been with everything that you've been through, how have you been able to develop that I won't stop until I win mindset? Yeah, you you know, I, I think those like, you know, I, I mean I think people like will you know have like a nice little answer for that. I just feel I, I just feel like it was developed over the time. It's not like something that um kind of happened. Now, was I consciously conscious about developing more? Absolutely. And that's when I decided to leave Broward County Sheriff's Office. I actually was a deputy there and uh that was like a scary point in my life because I did hit rock bottom and I'll put it out there. Like I did hit rock bottom. And when I hit rock bottom, I remember there was a time of point that I was sleeping on the floor. And I remember when I was sleeping on the floor, I was like literally had audios in my ears, um, like listening to audios. And I would, and I was like, damn, it can't get worse than this. You know what I mean? I was just like, I was like, can't get worse than this. You know what I mean? I was just like, and I was literally believing in my mind, like, it's going to get better. It has to get better. It has to get better. And I was like reading books. So like while everybody pretends they read, I read. Yeah. Well, now that you mentioned that, now that you mentioned that real quick, what, what, are, what are two or three books that you would highly recommend for people who are entrepreneurs or are thinking about becoming entrepreneurs? Yo, I'm going to actually give it to you right now. And I'm actually going to show you too. Yeah, because you recently recommended a book to me that... Uh, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't have the other one. You know what? I'll mention it anyway. So the first one is this one. It's the Bible. No joke. Because the thing is, is every other book that I'll show you, it has principles of the Bible or watered down. Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, the Bible's watered down. Well, these books are more watered down. If that makes any <laughs> sense. So um, I would... I would suggest reading the Bible. If you have never read the Bible before, never looked into the Bible, the Bible is the most gangster book in the world. Best-selling I mean, book of all time. I'm talking about it's gangster, man. It's not like, it's not what people say. Like, Jesus, hallelujah. Like, it ain't that, bro. Like, it ain't that. Yeah, it was real. It was real. It was real. For those that don't know, it was real. It was real. So when you read the book, you'll be surprised. Like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Um, I, would, I would look straight up into Proverbs, right? Holy Bible, straight into the Proverbs. Um, here's a good book right here. Well, the book that I recommend you was uh, Psycho Cybernetics. I don't know. I, didn't, I actually recommended you. Uh, uh, traction. 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 I recommended Traction. So Traction was a book for Jose because it's business. It talks about core values. It talks about structure, right? So if you're into business, Traction. But me personally, I'm all about mindset. So I'll go Bible and I'll go Proverbs and ask and it is given. Right. Because the whole thing is, guys, is that we are created perfect. Right. Like we are created perfect. So people go, oh, yeah, there's life and death in the power of the tongue. And like if you never heard that, there is life and death in the power of the tongue. Right. Words have power. Right. Like thoughts are things. So like since thoughts are things, like what are you thinking about? So there was a time of point that I was going crazy, Jose, because I was having like I was like literally going, I need to listen to all my thoughts. 
and I was like listening to all my thoughts and I was like, get the f out of my head. Like it was crazy, right? Like I was going through my little crazy, you know, uh, uh, moments. Yeah, moments to be real crazy and to win, if that makes any sense. But I started really realizing going, okay, action, reaction, seed, time, and harvest. Then I started going back to the basics, okay? You plant a seed, you cultivate, you water it, you let sun hit it, you, you win, right? Power of the tongue, okay, that means I can speak things into existence. So I'm going to be here acting like you're crazy, and I'm going to be like, I am a billionaire. Like, I am. Like, like I am. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, now I'm going to put actions towards those goals. I'm going to be thinking as if, so you don't get what you want, you get what you are. So I start using all these universal laws that God created to benefit me, and you'll get it in these books, right? So asking it is given. I mean, think about it. Just look at the title. If you didn't even read it, and you say, ask, and it is given. Ask. Like, a lot of you guys don't even ask. You yeah. don't even ask for that. I was going to say, F in sale, right? I, I cursed a couple times here. But anyways, it's like you have to ask for the sale. You have to ask. If, if uh, Grant Cardone says what? Uh, seller be sold. Seller be sold. Seller be yeah. sold. Yeah. Be obsessed or be average. Yeah. It either, but the whole thing is, is either somebody's selling you or you're selling them. And most people, and it's sad to say, but most people even listening to this podcast are being sold every single day. And they're sold toxic, cancerous seeds. That is just like eating up their brain, eating up their uh, neural pathways instead of increasing it so they can get what they want. So, yeah, those are the two books. Awesome, brother. Thank, there, thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. So, listen, as we as we wrap this up, man, what's 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 the next big what's the next big goal for you, man? Yo, the next big goal is I'm working on a project um, that's going to make me uh, five million. Uh, dollars in sales and gross. Um, I was actually talking about, I'm looking for, um, to get some funding. I'm talking to some VCs right now. Um, it's going to be the first time I actually get funding um, for any of my projects, right? Like I'm, I'm a bootstrap type of guy. So all my businesses are like $0. Let's make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nothing. This is, this is actually going to be my first business, which I'm very, very excited about that. Um, I'm asking for a significant amount of money. Um, yeah, so five billion a year, and uh, next five goal million is or five billion, billion, five billion dollars a year in growth sales. Yeah, yes. So uh, my first, my first round of funding, I'm looking for seventy five mil. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, I'm not going to put out exactly what I'm doing, but if you're listening to this podcast and you're a VC or you know a VC, hit me up, hit up Jose. I'm looking for seventy five mil right now for a project. Um, and it's already proven. It's already proven. Like it's, it's already proven. This is not like an idea. I'm doing it right here behind me in my office. Yeah. Like, yeah. like my, my guys right here are doing it. And, uh, we should, we turn on and turn off campaigns in like 30 minutes in an hour and we're printing money, printing, you know, the hardest thing to do right now is, um, since there's so much volume and so much money at one time, it's, we need, we need a uh, big boy merchants like big boy merchants. We need like those airline merchants. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, 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 so yeah, that's yeah. what we're, yeah. So that's what we're working on now. But um, yeah, man. So 5 billion and I'm going to exit um, and I'm going to be a billionaire. That's awesome, yeah. my brother. Well, listen, man, <laughs> I'm excited for you, man. I know you, I know you're always working on some, some cool stuff, some good stuff. You have a lot of, uh, you have a lot of um, 
softwares that are out there. I'm going to be dropping those links when, I, when we go ahead and launch this episode. But if anybody wants to get in contact with you or know more about you, more about the services that you offer, you know, just kind of get to know you because they, they were feeling the podcast, where can they go ahead and find you at? Um, find me on social media, man. I mean, Facebook, um, Facebook, Instagram. I mean, I barely do anything on Twitter. Um, Louis Marcelino, you know, at Louis, I think it's underscore, underscore Marcelino, L-U-I-S-M-A-R-C-E-L-I-N-O. Um, I mean, I'll even drop my email here. My my email right now is uh, Louis, L-U-I-S, at Marcelino, M-A-R-C-E-L-I-N-O, capital, C-A-P-I-T-A-L dot com. That's actually my personal email. Um, listen, if, if you're talking some real stuff, I will answer back, right? But, uh, you know, but if, if, if you're not, then, you know, I, I just won't reply. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. You get me? Yeah. Email me if you guys have any questions, if I can help you in any kind of way. When it comes to softwares, I do have a bunch of softwares. I don't want to get into that right now because I am, I am focused on a couple other things. I have call centers. Um, but yeah. I'm gonna drop some. Of the, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna drop some of the links. I'll drop your handle in, in the in the comments as well to make it easy for people to find you. And I'll I'll put some of the software links uh, in the comments as well. Um, so that's that's Lewis at MarcelinoCapital.com, right? Yeah, Lewis at MarcelinoCapital.com. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Well, and, that's my have, pers- and that's my personal, man. Like I said, it's my personal. Yeah. You know, nobody so. does that, guys. Nobody gives out their personal email. I, I know I don't. <laughs> doing it yeah if you have any if, you, if you're real about making a change and you're real about making moves and, and going to the next level and, and getting deployed and learning more about that deployment mentality definitely hit them up and in the meantime lewis thank you so much for hanging out with me man i appreciate you you always drop gems and nuggets and you always inspire me brother so thanks for coming on man no hey you know it's funny i'm over here thinking like damn i should have never dropped my email <laughs> no it's all good hey it's listen you good. guys can email me no joke <laughs> Hey, we'll edit that. Just kidding. Well, now, you, listen, have, man, you, I have appreciate you have your assistant Tissa that helps you with that too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even respond anyway, so it's all good. Jose, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, thank you so much for having me, man. I, I, I really hope that you know your listeners are right now getting a lot of value. Um, I mean, I'm sure if we spend more time or whatever it is, for those of you listening, mark my words. Whatever you want wants you. I just really want you guys to know that whatever you want wants you. You are blessed. You are loved. If nobody ever told that they love you, I, Louis Marcelino, loves you. If nobody ever told that they believe in you, I, Louis Marcelino, believes in you. And I, I'm sure Jose Flores believes in you as well. And I really, really want you to win. But in order for you to win, you have to take the first step, right? I believe that sometimes we want people just to help us in like, like bigger, like, 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 like big, big things out of a grave that you created yourself and that's just not how this life works take the action believe in yourself you don't get what you want you get what you are remember that so you have to become that now act as if the secret of life is you have to act as if it's just like the rappers right rappers they don't go on and be like yo yo i'm broken i got no they're like yo i'm rich and i'm fly you know what i mean i got all these cars right they're acting as if and they're literally projecting this thing and their mind starts buying into this stuff and then they start creating that and then people situations and circumstances start coming into your life and record speeds and make it happen so let me explain something to you and i'll end with this that see jesus christ came over here to show us the way so if you even look at what he was coming here to show us you'll see exactly how to live so I understand. I'm not telling you to believe in Jesus. That's not my whole thing. I'm not like one of those 
you know, preachers. But what I am here to say is that you should definitely look into his story and read the Bible in Proverbs because all the other success books that are out there, they're literally coming from that source. But why not go to the source? And that's what happens with social media. When it happens with social media, you need to start going to the source, right? Sometimes, like, not everybody that you see is the source, guys. Make sure that you plug in to the right source. Jose Flores is one of the sources that I'm plugged into. So I'm glad that you guys are plugged into it and make sure you keep it locked right here in this podcast. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, there you have it, guys. Thank you for tuning in again for another episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. And until next week, make sure you make it a phenomenal week and be blessed. See you, ne- see you next one. Hey, it's crazy win. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. Once again, I am your host, Jose Flores, and make sure you visit me at joseinspires360.com where you'll see links to all my social media where I'm bringing content like this every single day on how you can win and keep on winning. We have new episodes dropping every week, so make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share with other winners so that everyone can keep up with what's going on. Once again, I appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win.